What's up, guys? What's Whoa, up, everybody? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who let this motherfucker in? I heard I heard an episode the other day when you were like, oh, oh Connor, you almost have as many as Matt. And I was like, fuck, you don't. So I flew in, and here I am. <laughs> you got to bring that way in, dude. Way in. Let me just... Uh, How many episodes? There we go. Just fiddle with it for a second while we vamp. I've been on as many as Robin, considering she left. And okay. You should have seen these episodes, just Gorian and I, and Gorian and I and Connor, and... They were pretty tight. I enjoyed them. They Thank were fun. you to all our guests. But that, but but you were just like you know there was no voice of reason. How you been, man? How's New York been? Good, good. How's the weather out there? Uh, steamy. Right. It's it's, it's boiling. Humid. It's gonna. I'm gonna sweat through this Sticky. shirt and stuff. But you yeah. know what? Yeah, Gorian's wearing a shirt with buttons. We for do the it for time. the podcast. It's, I, it's, it's a new thing. It's his the new camera's thing. on. He's like, literally, literally. I, I can't wait to go home this weekend to bring back my fucking Sperry topsiders. Do a little, you know beach shoe action you know the, be the best part of me coming home is that i can bring my shorts back to new york <laughs> i was like i have no shorts how how above the knee how where does that's your shorts really end good question. i don't know because i like to I don't have wear shorts like... often enough <laughs> that's i do i would love to see matt hoffman in shorts like what what's his calf situation like those look lean. oh jesus that is lean <laughs> that is yeah, that's exactly what I was expecting. Like, very, do you very. Feel? What? No. It looks like when they're making like rub? chicken nugget paste, and it's like squeezing through the hole. Don't. That's what it looked like when he was pulling <laughs> this is that not up. Not consensual. <laughs> All right, this ain't the leg hour. Right, this is the bad vice podcast hour. You could braid your leg hair. Okay, thank you. All right, let's get into it. Bad advice, everybody. Episode 58 with Matt Hoffman. What's up, baby? What up? We hey, got, I got here on Bad Vice on this Friday. Hello, long weekend, baby. Yeah, happy Canada Day, everybody. Happy not me. Canada Day. Oh yeah. yeah. What do you get? Uh, are you doing anything for July 4th? Says the guy uh, no. who's not in the city where yeah, he lives. Oh, it's Friday, but it's not a long weekend for me. Do you like my Matt Hoffman voice? That was anti-Semitic. Yeah. It was anticlimactic. Um, welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. What is Bad Vice? Bad Vice. <laughs> oh, uh, oh Think she can just come back from a vacation and start explaining Bad Vice to people. Hoffman, what's Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a podcast between Gorian and often Robin, where they what? read advice columns and offer their own spin, and sometimes they bring in a guest and learn the fun details of their life. That was long. That was really good. Don't, don't pander to that. Yo, are you guys switching roles today? Robin's going to be the mean one? Yeah, what is this? Don't pander to that kike. Pay attention to me. Um, any musings from this week, guys? I have a big musing, but I don't know if I want to, if I want to take it out right out of the bat. I got a couple musings. Do you want to start with like a little mini one then? Yeah. Yeah, mini muse us, and then I'm going to get on to some heavy mini subject. Um, okay, here's one. Guess who, who? is to the owner oh. of point zero zero three three bitcoins? Gorian Valletta. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. He's wow. going mining for cryptocurrency. <laughs> we, uh, I'm going to bring you guys with me when I get fucking bank-ass rich right now. Okay. The John McAfee guy, do you know him? I do. He said it's going to be worth $250,000. What, you have? No. Point zero zero three four. It's at it's at ten thousand right now. A fourteen thousand. So you do the math. What fourteen thousand to two hundred fifty thousand? That's how much my money's gonna you know jump up. I, fi I finally do. got some. So be a do you have a dollar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I finally got someone to explain bitcoins and um, 
what's it called? Uh, blockchain. Blockchains. Blockchain. There's some degree. This woman in my in my uh, cohort did a presentation on blockchain, and after like an hour, I was like, I don't know what I still don't know what blockchain is. <laughs> and no one knows. And Wait, your cohort was just giving presentations to each other. Well, in university, sometimes you have like uh, assignments, and then you present them. An hour on blockchains. Blockchains can be explained in five minutes. Well, <laughs> welcome to the blockchain show. Uh, anyways, I don't know what blockchain is. Is that your only? Uh, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be rich as fuck one oh, okay. day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have weed stock that's worth more than your blockchain. That's dude, worth more than your you blockchain even, money. You don't even. I'll buy all your weed with my Bitcoin one day. Okay. But you will never be able to buy my Bitcoin with all your weed. That would have to be a lot of weed. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start a blockchain. <laughs> I'm gonna start crypt um mining. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some advice. Let's get into some advice. Should okay. I take out my prop? <laughs> what? Yeah, he said he had a prop, and he he wanted to show it. You know what, just pull it out. Let's just see what it is. Ah! This is the New York Magazine of the Week. Yep. And on the cover... I can't even believe that it's the week that you're here. <laughs> you're on the cover right. is the one and only Ask E. Jean Carroll. Wow. And wow. on the cover it says, This is what I was wearing 23 years ago when Donald Trump attacked me in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. What a flex to be like, I still fit in my clothes from 23 years ago. That mm -hmm. sentence is like as exciting as bad vices, you know? Week to week, we got like, we got covered new stories here, man. Anyway, so for anyone who's just tuning in, E. Jean is an advice columnist. She has a column called Ask E. Jean. It's an Elle magazine. She's been in Elle magazine for years, but she had TV shows. She's been around for a very long time. Just handing out advice yeah she was on a, a TV show that was on a network that Roger Ailes created before he created Fox anyways uh, so she, see I was gonna say I was gonna say I didn't know she was this big of a person man I, I know. thought I thought all these people like did this we on like the we side we were doing her a favor yeah. you know like, like, like her her publicity. <laughs> yeah like hey we'll, we'll, we'll pitch you a little something, something on the side you know but anyways, we're the main so I got this at the airport mm -hmm. and it's like six full pages of Is text it? yeah I, I'll be careful I'll be careful uh, yeah go ahead and I um, anyways but after that, oh, and on the back of the magazine is, is an ad for the new TV show about Roger Ailes, where Russell Crowe plays oh. Roger Ailes. Russell Crowe is Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes, thank you. Anyway, so I got to the airport, and I am going to a Rolling Stones concert on Saturday, which is why I flew in. Yeah. And to get my tooth fixed. And smile. Gorgeous. Did you get them fixed or no? I got these two fixed. What was wrong with them? They, they were chipped. Oh really? Yeah, I had a little bit of enamel exposure. Did you buy on a fork or something? No, I used to. I used to buy my nails. Oh. Anyway, so I thought I, I I was like, oh, I'm going to this concert. I should think of some form of drugs I can I can bring. Yeah. So I brought like two little pieces of chocolate edible. Mm -mm. And then for some reason at the airport. Now have you had these before? Yes. You because Hoffman bought a bag of edibles that did not fucking work at all. Do you mm -hmm. remember that the gummies? You spent like $60 on them. The guy yeah. fucked you. Well, because the story there was a friend of mine said, hey, come to, want to come to this party? I was like, sure. He's like, yeah, my friend's going to be there. He's edibles. I'm like, okay, great. So I get to the party. And he goes, hey, Matt, you wanted some of those edibles? And I go, yeah, that'd be great. And he goes, I don't know what the guy's name is. Charlie, come over here. And all of a sudden, yeah. he's introduced me to his drug dealers trying to sell me $50 worth of edibles. Yeah, the guy's like right away like, oh, here, 50 bucks. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, 50 bucks for this bag of gummy worm edibles? Sure. Like, bro, it looks useless. like you just went to Bulk Bar. <laughs> yeah, I may, like, may as well have gone keys. to bulk, bulk Bar. And I had to have like six out of 10 to feel the slightest. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so a sugar I, rush. So I'm at the airport with, and I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't, I was just like 
my flight was delayed half an hour. I was getting a little bored, and I was like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm just going to take these edibles and have an interesting time. Yeah. So I took the edibles, and they were like, ah, your flight's delayed an extra 90 minutes. And all of a sudden, I'm just like standing at LaGuardia tripping. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Oh, it was no. an event. But at least I went, I had this, this Eugene, and I sat and read it. She kept us safe. She has a, says, my list of hideous men. Yes. Well, she's got a new book. Is Anyways. It, is there a way we could just flip to that list really quickly? It, the, the list isn't in here. That's what the book's she's about. She's just making fun of ugly people. Wait, and then can we talk about what she went ahead and said on TV? Yeah, we will. But I'm gonna I've, I have highlighted some excerpts. Oh. So I'm going to read some excerpts from this because mm-hmm. I think it's important. <clears throat> my first rich boy pulled down my underpants. My last rich boy pulled down my tights. My first rich boy, I had fixed my eyes on his face long enough to know, was beautiful with long, dark gray... With dark gray eyes and long golden brown hair across his forehead. I don't know what he grew up to be. My last rich boy was blonde. He grew up to be the president of the United States. The first rich boy's name was James. He was raped by his grandfather. He was raped by his uncles. He was beaten by his father. My mother told me the stories much later. When James was six, he was taken away from his father and given to a rich couple, Arthur and Evelyn. Arthur and Evelyn were best friends with my parents, Tom and Betty. One day, my parents gave a party. Everyone brought their kids. Arthur and Evelyn drove up from Indianapolis with James to the Red Brick Schoolhouse where we lived, deep in the hills north of Fort Wayne. As the parents drank cocktails in our big yard with the scent of the blooming wads of cash infusing every inch... Of Indiana, just after World War II, kids played up on the hill behind the schoolhouse. Anyways. I guess I was pretty horny. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> thank the, you. Can Oregon. I see that for a second? I will, one second. Wait, 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 really quick. No, just give me the... Well, I'm trying to read from it. Doesn't this look like Hoffman? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that not look like Hoffman? So what, I look kind of like Eugene. <laughs> same, same calves. <laughs> looks just like that. It looks just like you, dude. I'm sorry. Thank you. The same, the same figure. Once at a party, this really cute girl came up to me and said, "You know, from the neck down, you look just like Ellen DeGeneres." And I was like, "What about from the neck? I was like, what about from the neck up? I look like her too." Give us more of those stories. We're not reading. We're not reading that anymore. Well, I, just have, I have a little, a couple little parts I wanted to. A couple highlight. of little parts. Yeah. It's like them. a sermon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You literally highlighted it. You're literally sitting on my podcast reading a magazine to yourself like you're in a fucking dentist office. Okay, fine. I'll just <laughs> skip later on. <laughs> he thought this through. He thought this was going to be like the saving grace for the podcast. Okay, let me just read you the thing about Trump. Okay. Okay. Early one evening, as I'm about to go out of Bergdorf's revolving door on 58th Street, one of New York's most famous men comes in the revolving door, or it could have been a regular door at the time. I don't recall. And he says, hey, you're that advice lady. And I say to number 20 on the most hideous men of my life list, hey, you're that real estate tycoon. So now I will tell you what happened. We're not going to read what happened. Oh, we are. The moment the dressing room door is closed, he lunges at me, pushes me up against the wall, hitting my head quite badly, and puts his mouth against my lips. I am so shocked, I shove him back and start laughing again. He seizes both my arms and pushes me up against the wall a second time. And as I become aware of how large he is, he holds me against the wall with his shoulder and jams his hand under my coat dress and pulls down my tights. I am astonished by what I'm about to write. I keep laughing. The next moment, still wearing correct business attire, shirt, tie, suit, jacket, overcoat, he opens the overcoat. Are you just reading how someone got raped right now? I don't, his wanna, pants I don't and want to hear this. Are, I don't want to hear okay, this. Fine. You don't want to highlight important issues. Fuck no, dude. It's a bad vice podcast. But Eugene's story is integral to our story. Fuck Eugene, dude. Let's get into it. Let's Donald read Trump's some advice, okay? Okay. And Hit then me. she went on CNN and said that rape was sexy. Some women find rape sexy. Yeah. To you, Robin? 
Our audience doesn't. Um, well, so I, have I tried. A, so I have a precursor to something that last week happened. We were reading the one about the brother and the sister. Uh-huh. And within that article, it linked off to a previous one that Prudence was writing about. Uh-huh. About two brothers that were already in an existing relationship. So I sought that out and brought that two in. Two brothers in a relationship together? A relationship of love. Dear Prudence, my fraternal twin and I, both men, are in our late 30s. We were always extremely close and shared a bedroom growing up. They're twins. <laughs> I'm freaking out Twin-cess. already. Twincess. That's where the phrase comes from. Mm. Freaking out. When we were 12, we gradually started experimenting sexually with each other. After a couple of years, we realized we had fallen in love. Of course, we felt guilty and ashamed, and we didn't dare tell anyone what we were doing. We hoped it was just a phase that we'd grow out of, but we wound up sleeping together until we left for college. That's fucked up <laughs> in so many ways. They shared a womb. They- <laughs> And they, That's they shared started. a womb, they shared a room, they're going to share a tomb, but first, they're going to va-va-voom. <laughs> That's the Huff and I like. That's yeah, on the spot, too. Bullshit. I was like, I was like where am I going to go with that? I don't know, but I'm going to keep going. I was like, what's going to rhyme? What's going to be the last rhyme? What's six letting you do the crossword at one point? Um... Of course we felt guilty and ashamed and we didn't dare tell anyone what we were doing. We hoped it was just a phase that we'd grow out of, but we Why do they s- always think that? Right. Um, we knew this could ruin our lives, so we made a pact to end it. We attended schools far apart and limited our contact to family holidays. Sexy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be home for Sounds the nice to holidays. Me. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. What's the song you can't sing anymore at Christmas? Santa Baby? Yeah. yeah. Hey. No, it's not. It's, I really can't stay. But it's cold outside. It's getting real late. Real gay. (laughs) (laughs) Now pass me one more drink. I am not writing to you to pass moral judgment on a relationship. We are at peace and very happy. Um... Oh, wait, here we go. So after graduation, we moved in together and I've been living secretly as a monogamous couple ever since. No. Um, no. I'm what? Not, I'm not writing to what? you. <laughs> That's not how I expected to go. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad they're monogamous. <laughs> I don't cheat on my brother. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Bro, you fucked this week? No, no, baby. Just you. Just you. My brother. You, you know you're my, 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 you know brother, you're my brother, right? Same mother. It's from the same mother. Not even like brothers. <laughs> twins. Yeah. Twins. That's identical no but fraternal. well it's got to go with some sort of some sort of narcissistic thing where it's like this this like staring well, at their own identical. reflection they're but not they, they still look the same probably it's yeah. like sucking your own dick <laughs> oh god but not really sucking Anyways. your own dick isn't gay but it's still incest bro think about I it i don't it's even know how to unpack sucking that your own statement. dick is not incest it's <laughs> masturbation how is sucking your own dick incest but jerking off is not it all is. Oh, God. Sorry for the beginning of this podcast, everybody. Back to the E. Jean story. <laughs> if everyone opens their New York magazine to page 26. The E. Jean magazine should have been like her wearing what she was wearing in the front. And then the back, instead of that advertisement, it's just her like naked back half. You know, that'd be yeah. very cool. Like she's at a mental institution and it's open at the back. <laughs> back to Saltui. Um e. <laughs> I'm not writing to you to pass moral judgment on our relationship. We are at peace and very happy. Our dilemma is how to deal with our increasingly nosy family and friends. They know we're gay and we live in a state where same-sex marriage is legal. So we're getting pressure to settle down. Thank God they're gay. I thought thought they'd be like parading as straight men separately. We're like super straight dudes. Super. If If your parents like, which one would you say first? Dad, I'm gay or dad, I'm fucking our brother? Like which one? gay. And then like you, you, you. Dad, I'm fucking your, I'm fucking my brother. But I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> Could 
well in that case i can't even imagine like having someone be like hey i have something to tell you be like you're gay like well yeah but that's the start robin's like not only am i not an only child (laughs) (laughs) um it's nobody's business, and I fear they would find our relationship shocking and disgusting. Yeah, they would. My brother, though, is exhausted with this charade. He thinks that if we get the family together with a therapist to talk through the issues, they'll eventually accept it. I think he's out of his mind. But I also therapist. Want... <laughs> that would no be therapist like... is going to touch that. I would love that to be uh, a reality Dr. Malfi? show. Wow. Yeah. You bring in the... It's like, um, what's that show? Intervention? Here's my reality show. Film okay, it. ready for it? Yeah. Okay, so we get all the actors who have played famous therapists, and then we make them like deal with yes, real patients. Dude. So you got Lorraine Bracco as Dr. Melfi. You got Billy Crystal analyze this. Mm-hmm. You got you got um, the guy from Usual Suspects who is an in treatment. You got Gabriel Byrne. Uh, who are the other Who are the other great therapists of of TV and movies? Therapist, the one from Freaky Friday. One of the moms was the therapist. No, it's going to be like higher up, like better <laughs> than that. Didn't Meryl Streep play? Yeah, I was, I was going to say Marilyn Prime, Thurman. but like it was such yeah. a, it was such a nothing movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep would be the worst therapist. Well, back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Meryl Streep being forced to sit and interview other people? No. All right, let's, let's, we're almost done this one. Let's okay, see. go ahead. Okay. Um, I think he's out of his mind, but I also wanted to make him happy. Is this one of those times where honesty is not the best policy? If so, how do we get everyone to stop worrying when worrying we will die all alone? I'm also concerned about the legal implications of this. Would the therapist be required to report us to the authorities? Could we go to prison? Signed, tired of this Greek tragic comedy. Is it, is it illegal? To date your brother? I don't think so. Nobody would have even thought to put that into law. I feel like it is. People marry like roller coaster if they, rides if, in America. If they could make same sex marriage illegal, I'm pretty sure they could. If they could like, outlaw homosexuality, I'm pretty sure they could outlaw incest. But wasn't it... incest is like such a proud American tradition? <laughs> yeah, <True>. right. <laughs> but they don't. They still do it. They just don't talk about it. Yeah. Also, well, uh, hello here, ancestor daughter. <laughs> it, it's not that homosexual marriage was illegal. It's just that it wasn't provided, wasn't it? It wasn't illegal if you like got married and like wait a minute. You're... It didn't count. It didn't yeah, exactly. It wasn't illegal. A, but marriage is a legal thing, so it either exists or it doesn't. Yeah, so you couldn't illegally get gay married, is what I'm saying. No, but you if could you, in certain countries. I'm it sure it wouldn't be yeah. recognized. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It wouldn't be recognized. You would be, but yeah. It's but if like, you were in like, if you were in like, like we could get married here and then go back there, and they just wouldn't. What's your take on the whole? If you were in Uganda and you were like, <laughs> yeah, we went and got married in Canada, but we're back, they'd still just chop her head off. Do you know that they do that in Uganda? They hate that their homosexuality is legal in Uganda, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, what's your take on the whole, like, people only date each other now for, like, 10 years but don't get married? That's happening more and more now. I kind of like, like that. My That's partner. my ideal. I don't know, man. It's like, do a little something. There needs to be a step above dating and whatnot and moving I don't in. Think mar- I, don't think, I don't understand the point of marriage, like, if you're not going to have kids. I don't understand the point of marriage. No, don't, don't you just understand. want them to have your last name? The thing is, but they is wouldn't like, even do that now. Yeah, that's true. I do married to somebody. She'd be like, she'd be like something hyphen Hoffman. <laughs> I'm like, right, <laughs> hyphen Hoffman. Now my kids are gonna be. Now my kids are gonna be hyphen Hoffmans, and then their kids are gonna be hyphen hyphen Hoffmans, and that's gonna be hyphen 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 Hoffman, and then there'll be no more Hoffmans. No more lineage, dude. That's it. It's over. Um, Unless that your kids fuck oh, each other. Oh, I got amusing. Yeah, here, let's just read like the first and last sentence. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of the fucking incest whole um i'll just leave the last little paragraph some prudy ultimately your choice is your business but a limited version of the truth should back everyone off when people ask when you're going to go out there and find a nice young man tell them that while it may seem unorthodox you both have realized that living together is what works for you so no brothers could be more devoted or comparable but they're compatible fucking. and neither of you can imagine wanting to change what you have signed prudy 
Prudence was like, sure, go for it. They did a did a follow up that I was reading the other like earlier today. I follow up. Yeah, right. The interesting about this one is like. Because last week we had the kissing brother and sister. That one felt way more fucked up than this. Yeah, because they can't get pregnant and have yeah. a weird baby. We're yeah. like, these guys are also older though. Yeah. Than the kissing brother and sister. Yeah, they were like 23, 27 or something, mid 20s. Kissing brother said. and sister said she was a junior and her brother was a was in grad school. Yeah. yeah. See, I listened to the podcast. She was a boy. And he, he was, was a girl. girl. Can I make it any more obvious? They had the same mom. They had the same dad. <laughs> what, what they did was so bad. <laughs> All right, what's your musing? My musing is I did one of those ancestry, ancestry.ca spit. I, I, oh, one, 23 years, years ago, though. Oh. A couple years ago. And then I got this message today on Ancestry. You are not a Jew. Hi, Matthew. I just got my ancestry results back, and it says it's highly likely we are first or second cousins. This is exciting for me as half my story is missing. I recently found out that my dad wasn't my birth dad. Both my parents are gone, and I don't have much info about who my dad was. Anyway, I would love to chat with you and see if there's any connection at all. This is kind of exciting. Hope you'll respond. Thanks. Kathy, last name. That's cool. You should fuck her, dude. I get so I get the impression that she's probably an older woman. Yeah, maybe one. like thirty-five. 40. I was thinking like four fifties. Okay. What are you gonna do? Dude? Okay, so here's the thing. So my mom was adopted. So most likely that's where this comes from. Okay. And my mother, ha- my grandmother, still alive. And you know, my mother has no has zero interest whatsoever in finding out anything about haven't her birth you, parents. But haven't you been interested to find out like where your real grandparents are? No, only in terms of lineage, because I wanted to make sure it was a full Jew. Anyways, so... Any other any other race that would be unacceptable to put in there? Just saying. I don't know. I wanted to make sure I saw my Jew card. Okay. And I do. Because I got back 75% European Jewish and then a little bit of Scandinavian, which explains my sort of Aryan looks. Where does this woman live? No idea. Okay. Are you going to reach out? I don't know. Like, I Maybe I should just be honest there and say, hey, Kathy, like, it's nice to hear from you. Yeah. Um... I can give you like some family tree ideas for the family I know, but unfortunately my mother's adopted and in all likelihood because you don't know who your father is and my mother, it's probably all, that's where that comes from probably. You know you should you were do? Probably, I don't know, but. Lie to her. Be like, dude, our family's so fucked up. You do not want to be any part of this. Run, or be like, run right now. We're rich. And next, <laughs> and next time a doctor asks you if there's any disease in your family, yeah, you got a few, baby. <laughs> yeah, just tell them just like, just pick one and throw a dart at it. It's probably we have it, you know. We all have split personality <laughs> disorder. We all have DID. All right. Someone want to give me some advice? I yeah, I will give you some advice. Uh, Robin, okay. you go ahead. No, no, no. This is your show. No, I just spoke. Anyone you want some? <laughs> what is it? Just weed. Marijuana. No, I don't. Okay. My fiance, Derek, got a dog against my wishes and refuses to give it away. Fiance's before you married, correct? Yeah. Okay. You asked us on another one. You're like, what's a fiance? He loves to pretend like he's confused by small words. I, I, I don't pretend, dude. That's the sad part. He totally pretends. Anyway, go ahead. That dog made it his job to destroy the house and furniture. Derek hasn't had him trained and the new carpet is ruined. Derek is mad because he takes the dog to daycare three times a week and the extra expense bothers him. On the other two days when he's at work, he assumes my daughter will take care of the dog because she sort of likes the dog. I've made it perfectly clear I don't want the dog or any other pets for that matter. What a bummer. Isn't it? And the way she wrote it to is like, oh, you just happen to get a new carpet at the same time as yeah. the dog. It ruined the new carpet from three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And I won't be responsible for the dog or have anything to do with the dog whatsoever. How many times do you think she said the dog? dog? Woof. This has been going on for almost a year now, and I'm resentful as hell for being forced to put up with a dog I didn't want in the first place. I told him repeatedly not to bring a dog into the house before he got the dog, and he ignored me. I'm tired of asking him to give away the dog. I'm tired of the house smelling like dog. I'm tired of dog hair everywhere, and most of all, I'm tired of my fiancé forcing me to deal with the dog. He did admit it was a dick move to get the dog, and he has apologized, but the dog is still in the house, and I can't forgive him for it. He made it a point to remind me that I live in his house, and he pays for everything. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I am sick and injured and have no income. Too bad for you. I have nowhere else to go and I feel like I'm being abused by having everything thrown in my face and constantly reminding me that I live in his house. I don't know what to do and I'm at my wits end. Please help me. Signed, in the doghouse. This bitch. That it, woman's Wait, are they married dog? or no? Fiance. You do live in his house, honey. That dog's a pup and this woman's a bitch. That relationship sounds horrible. Yeah. She has no do income. Anything. You have no say in anything. She's Sorry. injured and just stays. She's like the fucking grandpa from Willy Wonka just How sitting in you? bed all day. <laughs> Giant bed. And then the second there's a, oh, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. You know, yeah. anything good happens. Here comes the rain train. Choo-choo. Um, I just like that relationship. The, even the fact that like you said you didn't want a dog. Yeah. And he went and got a dog. Like yeah. that's an issue. Well, he... That's not the issue. It's not the issue, but that's, that's not even that would a, be enough. No, but it's like, I'm getting a dog in my house, you know? Yeah. You can't tell me what I can't have in my house. Yeah. That's the thing that's like... Right, but you're also setting up this... She should get you know, a remote she's gonna job. Get, you're going to get it married. You're setting up this scenario where it's like you're relinquishing all control over the environment. If you really want a solution to this problem, yeah. go get some rat pellets and put them in some food and let the dog eat it. And then just be like, he must have gotten into something. And then no more dog. Your answers kill the dog? Yeah. I guess that works. That's that's kind of a win-win. Train the dog. You're home all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, train to get your beers and shit, dude. What are you doing? You're sick. This could be like, um, oh, God, you ever see um, Monkey Shines? That this guy who's like permanently paralyzed gets like a helper monkey, but the helper monkey ends up going crazy and fucking killing him. I haven't seen that. It's a great movie. You can do this with a dog, you know? Yeah. Fetch, boy. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the fiance. Uh, yeah. Let's read that answer. Oh, yeah. Um, come on now. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Derek isn't going to get rid of the dog. Oh, wait. Shit, sorry. Oh, no, that is the beginning. Derek isn't going to get rid of the dog because he knows he doesn't have to. It's his home, and he's letting you live in it because you have nowhere else to go. It doesn't matter how much you nag and complain. Derek has either figured out how to ignore you or has decided that the consequences of having a dog are worth whatever benefits he's getting, and he doesn't (laughs) care how unhappy you are. He doesn't care because you you aren't in a true partnership with each other. So true. It's funny because, like, the dude got him something that gives him love you know right and like it's like well why you don't need a dog you don't need a dog you stupid idiot and he's just like i need a fucking dog i need something that loves me in this house right now or i'm gonna fucking lose it true and then he like can't tell you to leave because where are you gonna go exactly yeah this bitch uh, does not have it figured out um he doesn't care Oh, wait. At most, you're in a codependent relationship, assuming he has some dependence on you. And it's time for you to figure out how to be independent. It should be obvious to you by now that you aren't going to change Derek's behavior, so you need to change your own. If you can't stand... 
It's going. Just keep going. If you can't stand living with a dog, move out. If you don't have an income because you're injured, apply for disability. Look into what other kinds of assistance you may be entitled to and tap into your support system. Clearly, your relationship with Derek, one that you describe as abusive, isn't going to lead to a happy marriage. There isn't a future here, not one in which you're going to thrive anyway. Staying with him because you have no place to go is never going to work because it gives Derek 100% of the power and leaves you basically impotent. Frankly, the dog is just a symbol of the power imbalance in your relationship. This is your life. Take control of the wheel, steer it away from Derek and the dog and this home where you are so very unhappy. Could you imagine if it's like a chihuahua? Like the smallest, most inconvenient dog ever. I like to imagine it's like Beethoven. It's a big fucking like, dog that makes mess. <laughs> I like to think it's like the biggest possible dog, but also she has like the worst possible injury where she has no arms or legs and is just sitting <laughs> confined to a little chair. It's like a, a whatever little, happened to baby Jane situation. Like, it's a, like a wheel chicken nugget with a head just like, <laughs> what? don't Gordon. bite me. A human chicken nugget. <laughs> with a <laughs> head. Chicken nugget. <laughs> All right, let me do another amazing. Um, let's see what we got here. Okay, here's one. Here's a serious one. Oh, right. a serious music. <laughs> music. Um, please don't yawn. Yeah, Matt Hoffman's really bringing Sorry, that. He, bring, he brings a magazine, starts reading it, and just starts yawning during our fucking question. You know who here. wouldn't do that? You know who wouldn't do that? Connor. Connor. Yeah, fuck you too. You know what? You guys are wearing shorts, dude. You come here in your jeans. I'm dinner you after this. Get a, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. This is I was looking forward to this all weekend. We're this here is because delightful. of you. And we're, we're back gonna- to bad advice, everybody. <laughs> we need to cut out a little conversation there that we all had. Things were said, feelings were hurt. <laughs> all right, here's my musing. Is it littering to throw away a banana peel? Or like a, like a uh, apple core? Just like on the sidewalk? Just chunking it anywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but should it be... Yeah. No, that shit no. decomposes, man. Not on the pavement. Not in the street. One time I had a Ants. roommate who was um, Acadian, like East Coast French. I and am Acadian. He used to just like throw orange peels out his bedroom window onto the driveway. And we didn't know who it was for a long time. And then we realized it was him. <laughs> and Would they pile up? Yeah, there were so many all the time. And then... We asked him about it. We were like, are you throwing orange peels out there? He's like, yeah. We're like, you shouldn't do that. They're not going to go anywhere. He goes, I thought they decomposed it. <laughs> French Gorian brings up a great point. Does all this shit just turn into mulch in the end and not help the on, environment? Not on concrete. It's well, just what if I throw it on moldy. the grass? Like, what if I throw it on someone's lawn? Well, they'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I try and explain Maybe if you, to like, this bury woman. it, yeah, but not if you just, like, toss it on the grass. and you start digging. <laughs> the grass is going to be like, yay! <laughs> just grab it and pull it underground. <laughs> Yummy! Food! Isn't that, isn't that what they do? Um, yeah, so I, I Google it. It is, it is uh, littering. Yeah. You Google. So you were just asking to get our opinion on it. Well, yeah, I wanted to see what you guys thought. So I like think, an advice column, and now he's giving us the answer. Well, I Googled you. it. It's illegal. Would you like to go next, Hoffman? Sure. Uh, I have one that's by E. Jean, but it's also really good and good for Gorian. So I wasn't going to pick an anything's e. good for a certain person on this show because it's like, it's good for Gorian. But fucking your brother! Is it wrong? <laughs> you know, like, I don't want you to do that. Okay, ask E. Jean. This is from June 24th. Should I be worried about my boyfriend smoking? Ooh. He does pot so much, I'm afraid it's ruining us. Ooh, interesting. Right? He does curious? pot so much. He does pot so much. First of all, let me just ask the two of you. Do you think I'm doing pot so much it's ruining us? 
Ruining. Or making no. it better. Better. This You're does not have more an aging pole. When I'm high. <laughs> I you like it You see my better. point then, Robin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's pronounced Robin. Oh, you're both a lot. Anyways, dear Eugene, I had a brief affair with a musician this year and fell so deeply in love. I now have a huge problem. I work as a journalist and I know I have no future with him and I and that I must stop. Yet I keep texting him to come over. So she's dating a bum. That's what it is. I'm dating a musician. He's told me that all the women he's ever been with have complained about his bad habit of smoking pot every evening and mornings too, I think. <laughs> I believed he meant that they left him because, as I've read, most marijuana users live alone and are isolated. Does this ring true? Um, I live alone. You're isolated. How am I isolated? You, I'm like, you fucking losers are here. You don't answer the phone call when I call you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't I'm answer like, hey, your phone call. I'm like, hey, do you want to hang out? Calls. And he's like, oh, just not happening today. <laughs> just not in the mood today. You used to do that. Never. You always do that. You always do that. Mm, there you go. <laughs> so I didn't want to give up on him. I wanted to show him I cared. I started dropping by for surprise visits. One night, there he was with his pot friends, clearly annoyed that I came, but I pot spent the friends. night with him. Where are your pot friends? Where are your pot friends? Oh, I feel like we did this one before. It's from June 24th. June 24th? Yeah. I feel uh, like we've done this too, though. Yeah, because I remember there being a surprise visit one with one of the readers before. Like, they did a surprise visit and were like, oh... Hey, keep going, though. Another time, that's the end of the surprise visit. I surprised him on a Monday morning. He opened the door, said he was sleeping, and turned his back on me. I left him alone for about a month, and then I went to see if he was okay. I just want to break his routine, his destructive way of life. Lately, all I do is phone him, text him, hi, sweetie, etc., and drop off books. He lives near my grandmother, so I look up at his windows to see if his blinds are shut, and they always are. I imagine him sitting in there smoking. I want to burst in, force myself She's on him, crazy. hit him, and scream at him to stop. Signed, sad girl. I feel like we did do this one before, I think we did. but I think the advice is fairly simple. It's got an amazing don't Eugene response that I will wait for. Don't stick your dick in crazy. My God. This lady, this journalist. Dropping in. That's a, such a journalism thing to do. Watching like, like through the curtain. Yeah, is like, he awake? <laughs> is he hotboxing the apartment again? <laughs> she just calls like the police to his house randomly. Like, I heard some strange noises like struggling inside and they come in and bust him for weed. Oh, also there was another... There was something else I'd highlighted to read in the Eugene thing. It was interesting. Eugene wrote something to the sense of if you look at all the advice columns, I, I've, I've all the questions I get in my advice column. There's something. There's a clear through line with them all. They're all about men. It's almost like she's picking them all. Well, I think Eugene just like proudly hates men. She's yeah. like, Fuck men. They're useless. Prove yourself to me why you're not scum. I'd love to. We should go on that tour with her. We yeah, Eugene. Every every other Sunday, Eugene is a walking tour, and, t- and she literally takes you to all the places she'd ever been like sexually. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? It's called the Most Hideous Men Walking Tour. She takes you to Fox <laughs> News. She takes you to the to Bergdorf Goodman. That's she dope. takes you all over the place. Oh and talks about rogering like mini snickers and she says you have to bring snacks <laughs> it's only a four-hour tour why would you bring snacks what kind of snacks do you think would offend her least and apparently when you walk by trump she tower she right. goes when you walk by trump tower she says it's time for the snacks <laughs> i am in love with that <laughs> the snacks. yeah it's like take out your snacks uh, is this in New York City? Yeah. We gotta go. Come we visit, gotta. we'll go. Oh, 100%, yeah, I dude. Would do that. I'd love to. I would, do that. would you guys come visit? I'll book us on the Eugene tour. Well, I, think you, it's, I think it's actually free. Can you say what the article talked about with the one guy on the tour? Do you remember that? The art, yeah, I don't remember. The article said there was like, a, it was a 10 person tour. There was only one man. He was like a recent prison. He was in prison for three years and he brought his girlfriend to that. 
I thought there was the one guy that brought his girlfriend and then one guy who was just alone. And then, like, oh, yeah, it was a guy and the girlfriend and E.G. And apparently, like, people will start to leave through the tour because it's, like, very heavy. And also, E.G. just, like, says some really out crazy stuff. Oh, my God. People are like, yeah, we got to go. We got to get out of here early. And they just, like, disappear from the tour. But we haven't had the snacks yet. The snacks. <laughs> we should go there. And the article said that nobody brought snacks. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go there and we're gonna like lav ourselves up and all yeah. have microphones on us for the walking and it'll tour. And will be the episode of Bad Vice yeah, that week. Bad I think Vice she would walking like that. tour. Fuck it, dude. It's in public. What can she do? All right. Um, the answer? Yeah. This is let's a classic aging answer. This is why we love her. Miss Sad, you charming halfwit. Oh, please. Some of the happiest, richest, cleverest people I know start the day by toking up. Leave the chap alone. Isn't she the coolest? Yeah, toking up. Yeah, we definitely did this one. People I know start their day with a fresh rogering. She's mm. super stoned all the time, I bet. Well, I'm going to finish it anyway because there's only one paragraph left. I hope you didn't. I don't know if you... L, you got to get new content. Yeah. That said, I feel a surge of tenderness for you. Why? Because it's you who are alone and isolated, darling. It's you who feel destructive and long to force yourself on him. Hit him. Not Mr. Zigzag. Listen to Auntie E. Stop pestering him. We've all been young and foolish when it comes to musicians. But he doesn't want you standing outside his apartment, staring up at his blinds like a zombie menace. Your overheated addiction for this man has eaten your brains. The more you want to change him, the unhappier and crazier you'll feel. Yeah, bitch. So this woman just got famous off articles and like... No, she used to have a TV show. Oh, good for her. It was on a channel called America Speaks or something. It was it was the pre-Fox Fox. It was a pre-Fox News Fox News. Maybe if she ever wants to like bump up those numbers, we can have her on the show. Yeah, she wants to bump them up by like 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every right. little bit counts. All right, let me do another amusing. A quick one. But I'm very serious. I think it would be a, <clears throat> I think it would be a lot of fun if the two of you came down to New York for to New York for a weekend and we did the Eugene tour. It would be a lot to talk about. It would definitely be fresh content because we we did have Connor on like three days ago and I'm just like it takes me like two weeks to come up with like a whole new you know. But yeah, her set book of shit. her book comes out in like July and it's called something like My Proposal for Why We Don't Need Men or something. We can go in August to New York City, spend like four or five days there. I don't know if they're still doing the tour. I gotta find out. Yeah, true. Find that out. We can be like over. we can ask her for a private tour. We're like listen. We, 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 we came all the way from Canada. We really just want to do this tour. Project, Please. You can do the tour, but if you don't bring snacks, the tour will not begin. <laughs> Take out your snacks. What are the snacks? Like, you feed her? Now, I want to try mix. each of your snacks. Yeah, I would do, like, a trail mix and then maybe, like, a peanut-free one just to be safe. I would do like a trail a mix bar. and, like, a banana or an apple or banana something. Banana or apple, yeah, true. Because like, she would be like, Skittles. She'd be like, look at this banana. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? An erotic. Last Moon versus Fat Cock. <laughs> Why did I bring the plantain? <laughs> All right, here's a quickie. You want some plantain chips? I'll show you some plantain chips. Do you guys like Greek salads? Yeah. Yes. Do you ever get Greek salad at like a restaurant or something? Yes. I had it two or three times because I've was been on set recently. And you know what the number one most annoying thing about Greek salads is? If you say the olive, I'll kill you. The inconsistent cut size of the tomatoes. I swear to God, sometimes I get like half a tomato as like one... Yes. One, I'm like, excuse me, mm. you you quartered this tomato. Yeah, I hate the quarter. Dice it. Dice it. Oh, it's so much to, and I'm like, you have to take the whole spoon of just like a, all tomato. Yeah, the what fucking worst. Great music. The, um, the born all tomatum. Hello. <laughs> all right, so I got I got something new, and we something got something new. So there's a little. There's a Prudence video portion that she does now. What? That I thought we could listen to. You guys love Prudence, eh? Yeah. She's good, man. You ready? I can't wait to hear She's her no voice. No, Eugene. 
still, still a little opening. A little cartoony gene typing here. I love this. Hello, I'm Prudence. Can I say Today's like? letter is about a mother with a slight addiction to crack. <laughs> Dear Prudence, my mom and biological father. <laughs> Sorry, we can miss. With a slight addiction, slight addiction to crack. To crack. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, I don't think you're ready you for that. Sl- you could have a slight addiction. Mom wanted you to crack, but a slight. Just like the smallest amount I'm addicted to it, okay? So I have a slight addiction a, to weed. A slight addiction Especially after to that mess. funny music. And now, a slight addiction <laughs> to crack. <laughs> All right, let's listen to this. Oh, my God. The an animated video. <laughs> Hello, I'm Prudence. Today's letter is about a mother with a slight addiction to crack. Dear Prudence, my mom and she's biological father did a lot of drugs when they were young, but my mom cleaned up when she became pregnant with me and left it. She was a single parent until I was six when she met a great guy who adopted me and we settled into a very normal and happy life. Over the years, she struggled with her weight and became morbidly obese. <laughs> But two years ago, she had gastric bypass and has lost a lot of weight. Since then, she seemed to have rediscovered her youth and has started drinking and partying quite a bit. Now I'm just finding out really that she's into a drug and alcohol treatment center, not just for alcohol, but for crack. I'm disgusted and angry with her over this. How can our relationship, or our family for that matter, ever be normal again? Sign the mother of all disappointments. Okay, so there we have it. Oh. A slight crack addiction. How are we going to help this person out, She guys? got morbidly obese, got ba- gastric bypass. What is a gastric bypass? Can they staple your Can stomach? I answer that as E. Jean? Yeah. I tried to think of like a couple good E. Jean words. Yeah. Come on, you swashbuckler. I never met someone who didn't understand a good smack in the face or a slug from a 45. Take that crack habit and shove it up your crack. Auntie E. Sign with love. That was pretty good. I yeah. can see her saying that. You fucker. Um, what's what's the furthest distance you think you've ever been away from crack? Because I don't think I've ever seen it in person. So like, what do you think is like the closest you've been to crack? Oh, I can tell you right away. When I when me and Greg lived at at the uh, jazz? On, on the jazz because we walked by people. They used we I used to walk by like people shooting heroin and smoking crack all the time. I've been as close to crack as I am to you right now. Wow. How's it? Because we on the if you wanted to go to the subway, you had to walk by this park. Oh, to Queen Station. If you wanted to go to Queen Station, yeah. you had to walk by this park, and it, it, it was down the street from all the from the uh, all the shelters and stuff where they send people away because they're full because we don't have because because Doug Ford doesn't care about the homeless or the drug addicted. And um, Sherwood and Queen is like where it's like the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is just down. This is Jarvis and Queen. So when yeah. they yeah. so when they when they're on their way home from the wire, they. Is, do you hear that? Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Uh, I think it might be my thing. My bad. There we go. When they're on the way home from the wire, they have to stop and sit at this park, and they just they buy the stuff at Sherborne and Queen, and they come down to this park to shoot up and get high. And they play so much chess there. They're always playing chess <laughs> when you walk by. No, not this park. This is not a chess park. But they're playing chess there because the wire is all about chess. Yeah. You come with the king, you best not miss. Uh, all right, so what do we say? Uh, I've been really close to crack. <laughs> Uh, He's a slight addiction. I have a slight addiction, you could say. Secondhand. Um, Ask a professional, dude. I think your mom is a lost cause. She obviously has an addictive personality. Addicted to food, addicted to crack. Go on Ancestry.com. Addicted to cock. Excuse me. 
Sorry. We were just reading that E. Gene article, bro. <laughs> like, I was trying to keep that going, but you didn't want to. Don't make eye contact with me and say cock. Maybe we can call Connor and he can save this. <laughs> I'd like to phone a dick. friend. I got a story. Do we want to hear, do we want to just hear E.G. or um, Prudence's response? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I need to close my eyes. Again. Signed, the mother of all disappointments. Of course it's terrible to find out your mother has made such fond reacquaintance with her inner party girl that she's ended up in rehab. Even worse is to discover not only is she addicted to alcohol, but also crack. I love time for you to focus on your anger and disgust. It's very likely your mother has never been free of addiction. She just focused the energy on food and once that crutch was gone, well, here you are. Because your mother's in rehab, she surely to has solve your crack a caseworker. No? You should get no. in touch okay. with him or her and say, you would thin, like though, to participate it? in family therapy so all of you, you never can see a work fat through the pain this situation <laughs> is causing. That might be the first step toward getting your family to be healthier than ever. I just want to listen to the beginning again. This is an answer from a woman who knows nothing about, like, crack and addiction. There we go. You tell me this woman knows nothing about crack? Hello, I'm Prudence. Today's letter is about a mother with a slight addiction to crack. A slight addiction to crack. Just the smallest amount. Um, Release the Kraken! <laughs> Alright, let me read another one of mine, because I got a really fucking funny one. Um, here we go. I am a liberal parent. I raised a daughter who is bi and poly. I always thought that I could accept anything that parenthood might throw at me. Okay. I knew that I could embrace my son if he were straight, gay, bi, trans, etc. If there's a controlling consciousness of the universe, it has a nasty sense of humor. Putting it bluntly... He's a white supremacist. He's fucking his sister. My son is sexually attracted to Pokemon. He dropped hints that I didn't that really pick up. That came out of left field. Wow. <laughs> but over the last few years, I have stumbled across evidence of his browsing habits that left me pretty clear about his proclivities. Pikachu his... porn? <laughs> Pika porn? Pika porn. <laughs> Pokemon porn. Here's the thing, though. I don't blame the kid because, well, hear me out. <sighs> they make the, the chicks. My son's a puff. <laughs> a jiggly puff. I was trying to think of Pokemon that I could turn their names into something. They make the girls on the show way too hot, bro. All the girls on that show are like everyone's love interest. Every time a woman character pops up, someone's like deeply infatuated with them. That's what he's into. (laughs) I don't think he wants to fuck Misty. I think he wants to fuck Charizard. It could be either one, though. It could be either one. He wants to fuck Clefairy's little little flap to catch them all. Catch all those SEDs. <laughs> he is now 17, so thoughts he would grow out of it are fading. My biggest fear is that he won't find someone to pair with. I love my children and want oh, them to be happy. Will. There's so many weird bitches out there. You can find a pokey bitch. He, the son's like, oh no, dad, there's like a lot of us out there. He's like, it's a shame you'll never find anyone. He's like, no, we're all super weird and super kinky. Should I dress this with him? I tr- uh, try to discourage an orientation that to me seems kind of pathetic. Bulbasaur? More like my son's ass is Bulbasaur. 
That was a stretch, but I appreciate <laughs> so the was effort. So that ass, all right? <laughs> um, I don't know. 17. I feel like if for him to say, like, he'll, he can't grow out of it now. How like, does he know? Like I, My just, son's attracted to Pokemon. How does Pidgey, he know? Pidgey. More like pinch me. Pinch me. What does he do? Like, look at his browser history, and he's <laughs> just like, my accent? son looks at a lot of, like, Pokemon Porn. Just like, it's probably Is like. Is that a thing? Yeah, like a big Pikachu with tits. You and, go in yeah. DeviantArt, Shut and it's like. Shut the fuck up. That's a thing. Have you never? Okay, well, probably not, but like. You go on 4chan, you go on these websites, and like, do you know Rule 34? No. No, you want you all these alt-right scary websites. <laughs> rule 34, uh, okay. Rule 34, I thought it was like mosquitoes coming in, is the rule that if there's a fictional character, someone's made porn out of them. Oh. So Rule 34 means that like, if you can think of any character, there's been porn made out of them. Huh. And there's lots of Pokemon porn out there. So you can just he like- says with much- With gusto, no. show, show it to her. Show it to her, show her the porn. Ew. It's all ah! like, it's really well hand drawn and it's like animated. That's a, that's a that's a haunter licking a woman's vagina right there. Is it a Gengar? Gengar, one of them. <laughs> so oh, now you wow. see how he can be into this. It's really well made too. It's not like stickman porn. It's like professional artist People drawing. Are, her face, she's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus Pikachu bringing a pizza. <laughs> Classic porn to setup. To in. Um, so this is a Dan Savage. Mm. There's a game called Pokemon Come. <laughs> I don't know what to play. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> Pokemon Come. <laughs> like Pokemon Go! <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Now I'm trapped in an internet world. Oh, there's Diglett stuff now. Um, I'll just read a little quick answer here. Although... What, what does he sign off as? Although he might prefer a regular old queer child instead of a rare plushophile, someone with an... <laughs> <A regular. laughs> look, how, look how much Pikachu's blushing. He's like... <gasps> this is about a Raichu fucking Pikachu. And there's a, there's a thought bubble above Raichu while he's like grunting. And it says, oh, wow, I got to pee again. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's really funny, dude. You need more, way more Pokemon porn, way less Rolling Stone magazines in here. Um, let me just finish this. Ah. The good news is that his son grew up in a world where someone out there, other people were being erotically modeled by animated Japanese chimeras in exactly the same way as his burring. Stop showing me Pika porn. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching out to online to community online can only empower him and help him create an and now I'll now accept a now alternable and completely harmless part of his nature. In many ways, life can be easier for Dope Son. He's got a ready-made sexual niche, complete with hookup opportunities and annual conventions. I, bad advice goes to a furry convention. Let's fucking do it. Stop. Okay, that's enough. I want to see that one. He's looking it's at, gone. It's gone. He's looking Nothing at is so better than the Gengar. The uh, Gengar looking is like that's disgusting. Someone spent a lot of time on that. That's like you know Mizayaki fucking anime over there, dude. Mizayaki Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Um, okay, so let me many. do another. Let me do another. I gotta erase my history right now. <laughs> uh, last musing of the day. Okay. You know when you go to someone's house and like I don't know how often this happens, but it's like you go to someone's house and they make dinner or something. Mm -hmm. But we're not at the age where it's like you can just leave the house. Like everyone needs to help do the dishes. So there ends up being like nine people in the kitchen all kind of like doing dishes and like drying them and stuff. Just leave the dishes. Why do we 
it feels so weird to have to like help. I would never invite people over and then make them do my dishes. Right? It's it's very uncomfortable. Did this happen to you? It happened a couple times at a couple you, different places. If you go to if you go to someone's place for dinner, you offer to help clean up, don't you? Yeah, but you're supposed to say no though. You're not supposed to say yes to that ever. I guess I agree. Oh, so offer, dude. Tell us the fucking underwear story. <gasps> I was gonna tell you the underwear story. Oh boy, it started. The story was this. Okay, we started from the very fucking beginning. Buckle up, boys and girls. I was going for dinner with family friends in Brooklyn, and they were paying, and we ate a lot of nice food. Where'd you go? Had a couple drinks. Went to Peter Luger Steakhouse. Luger isn't that a kind of gun? Yes. And uh, anyway, so then there was like this. My friends were having like a party, but it turned out not to really be a party. Just like eight people sitting yeah. on someone's couch. This is the worst when you think you're yeah. going to like an actual thing, and it's just like nothing's happening every time. Because it's like, oh, why it's did like, I come here? Yo, so and so's having a party, and you're like, I have no idea who they are, but like, I know you guys will go with them, and it ends up being like them and two of their friends, and then all of us. And I'm like, they should have just come over to us or something, you know? It's always like not worth like not a party. Right. At all. So we're kind of sitting there, like they're watching Scary Movie 2 on TV. I had to fix the guy's TV settings in motion Take blur. Take my off. hand! <laughs> yes, it was actually. It's it was, my good hand! It was the scene where they're we're doing the dinner and he's like, I wanna. What is he, he puts his hand off the turkey's eyes. Or <laughs> is that David Cross? No, David Cross is in the movie, but it's. Okay. Um, it's What's his name? Oh, that it's, really it's, old, nasty it's, guy. It's um, Elliot. It's, it's what's her name's dad? It's Bridie Elliot's dad. Yeah. Chris Elliot. Chris Elliot. Yeah, fucking. Clara's, Clara's, Clara's ghost. ghost. Yeah. Anyway, so then we're at this party, and they're like, oh, this is a little boring. After after I fix their TV settings, they're like, there's this underwear party happening on the street. And I was like, what's an underwear party? It's like, well, it's at this bar, and you go in. There's and ever- Was this the same friend that told you about this other party? Like, who's telling you about the new party? A friend invited me to the party, but I was friends with the guy whose party it was. Okay. And the guy whose party it was was telling me about the underwear party. He, okay, he, so this- and he was gay. Okay. Is he's still alive? <laughs> That's like st- you imagine the kind of story. And um, so I'm like, oh, what's that? He goes, oh, okay. Well, you go in, you put all your clothes in a bag, and everybody in the bar is in their underwear. I was like, okay, fine, I'll go. That sounds kind of kind of interesting. What kind of underwear are we wearing at the time? I was wearing black Calvin, so I was safe. Yeah, right. Like just the right amount of like it tuck was perfect. And stretch. I, I just like thankfully I was wearing nice underwear. Could you imagine if you were wearing like shitty underwear? So one of the guys we went with asked if he could borrow a pair of underwear from this ah, guy because he was wearing shitty underwear, and the just guy gave him a pair of underwear. Stop by H and M or something. It was, like, I guess it was, it was like 11.45. Anyway, so we're like, okay, we'll go. So we're about to go, and we lost a couple of people on the way. And we finally get there. We go in. And I, was, I said to the guy, like, wait, so what do you think, like, the split of women and men will be this party? He's like, honestly, it'll probably be 70% men, 30% women. I was like, fine. Take those good odds. enough. Anyways, so we got there. It was like. F- it's a bar? Like, it's at a venue of a bar or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was five guys and two women. In we, your group. That was our group. And we got there, and those two women were the only two women. So after I've given after I've given my clothes to the after I paid my ten dollar cover, given my clothes to the coat check boy who was wearing a pair of assless chaps. Oh, I no! uh, so I'm in my underwear in my, in just my underwear, and my shoes. I guess I was pretty horny. And I go into the room where the party is, and I was like, oh. This is just like a full-on gay party, really. And I and I saw some stuff in the bar. What kind of stuff? Like I saw stuff? full penetration. Whoa! Oh, wow! I saw fellation. Oh. Question: What's fellation? Blow no. <laughs> Was this place serving food? No, but you okay. there's a bar. So everyone's like walking around with like a, a craft beer in their hands. So first walking around, it's like, oh my god, it's just a bunch of guys Brooklyn. in their underwear dancing. Okay, it's like a little like nice pride party. Like whatever, good with me. Even though everybody's wearing these assless underwear, it's like there's your clearly- friends sell it as a pride party. No. Okay. There was clearly like a pre pre understanding thing that everybody was gonna wear these like assless chaps. 
but whatever. So it's like, oh, everybody's like, whatever. It's like, we're hanging out. And then I was like, oh, there's two guys like fucking over there. What were they fucking on? Mm. One of the guys was leaning against the wall and the other guy was just like going at it from behind. Wow. And so my friend was like, what's going on here? It was like, he's like, yeah, they don't, they don't care. That's that's what happens. And then all of a sudden, and then it's like the next, over the next 20 minutes, like more and more people (sighs) are fucking blowing. And then I was like, I I gotta get out of here. Sucking and fucking and sucking and fucking. That's the best part of the party. So we're with, we're looking around and one of our friends, we couldn't find him. Let's just say his name was, was, um, I gotta think of a friend who I don't know. Pierre? Let's just say his name was. Zara. Zaro, classic, classic name. So I'm like, he's like, hey, have you guys seen Zaro? And like, Zaro just woke up with his girlfriend who was very attractive. Mm-hmm. Nine or ten? Eight point seven. Four. Eight point six. Okay. And we're like, where's, where's, what's his name? Zaro. Zaro. Oh, come on, you assholes. <laughs> where's Dave? We're like, his name's Dave. His name's oh, not really Zaro. Dave. But we're just gonna Dave. I'm like, where's Dave? Where's Dave? We're looking around. I'm like, oh. I found Dave, and there was Dave just going at it, making out with some dude. Oh, my God. Dave. Has Dave been known to do before? Not that I knew. And then all of a sudden, Dave and this dude are, like, in the bathroom together. Good and there's like, a, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, a line outside the bathroom. How I'm many? sitting at the line. And this guy in the line yells, Jeez, just come already! <laughs> <laughs> and then I left. That's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just come already. It was a single stall sort of thing. Just come already. That's yeah. You gotta have at least two stalls if you're gonna have people having sex in one of them. There all were, night. but like um, one, it was like one stall being used for bathrooms and one stall being. How, I don't know. How drunk were you? Me? Yeah. So I had like at dinner. I had a Manhattan and a glass of red wine. <laughs> oh Can someone do the Sex in the City City theme thong? Manha- Manhattan's like an old fashioned. I don't know what you're. It's a bourbon. Is that not a Manhattan? That thing they always drink. It's a Cosmo. It's a Cosmo. Same fucking I mean, No, thing. it's literally not. A Manhattan's like all bourbon with a drop of bitters and a cherry. It's not a Cosmo. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a drink. Drink. You just said so many words that Gorian doesn't know yet. Which one? Yeah, most of them. Bourbon, Anyways, bitters. And <laughs> so I had those two. I don't know what happened to me lately, but I can't drink the way I used to drink. Same. So like I had these two drinks and then at the 24. bar I got a burp I got like a bourbon on the rocks because I thought I'd keep it going. Yeah. And like after like two sips, like I, I just get like a headache and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just don't feel great. I wasn't You have a headache, you see people banging each other. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I just gotta like be home right now. But it was a good experience. I'm glad I went. It was interesting. Was anyone like blowing anyone or anything? Yeah. And but you know what? Like there was always Anybody a part of me. Anybody offer you sex? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yes. that's a good question. Yes. Uh, someone came up to me, and I was with my buddy oh. Evan, and he said, uh, Evan, that's his name, actually. I was with the buddy Evan. Evan and Dave are not the same person. And uh, the guy said to me, like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, oh, I'm just, I said, I was like, ah, I, I'm just spectating. I'm just spectating. And he's like, oh, okay. And he walked away. Smooth. <laughs> but you know what? If there was any chance of me being gay, and I thought there was a little, you know, we, everybody thinks there's a little chance. Everyone. I had never been so flaccid in my life. My <laughs> penis was inside my body ah, at that party. You got a little pussy going I on. I love it, but like, I mean, I love it in the sense like, I love everybody, you know, I love all the people and their ways, and I like no problem with it. Nothing there, like, I had no issue with it. I was like, oh, look at this, it's happening around me. I like I how, used to not want to be a part of that. I like how you're like, I don't think I'm gay, because like, I saw two dudes banging in a bar, and it wasn't for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what being gay actually is yes. to you. Like, if I, I don't want to have to have sex in a bar every time I, I was like, you know what? Sex. You couldn't pay me to fuck anyone in here. I must be straight. Yeah. <laughs> Back to my women. You're asexual. Like, I don't have sex with I'm anyone in the fucking bar. Bar. Fuck that. 
Oy vey. So yeah, that was my little musing. That was great, dude. That was very funny. Did you like, uh, just come already? That was good. Ooh, oh man, what? What do the girls think? I want to know what they thought of this. They were just making out with each other. Oh, what? They just started making out. Oh my god! So they were out of it. My buddy Dave was. My buddy Dave had like was with some guy, and my buddy Evan, who was gay, like eventually I realized was tired of babysitting me, and I was like, I need to leave now and let him just like oh, go you gay with his buddies. Out with those girls, dude. They were making out with each other. They had no interest. Oh, there was interest. There was Definitely, no interest. dude. Um, I wasn't so interested either. All right, let me do another one. What do you think about that? Would you go to uh would you go to one of those an underwear party? I don't know. Sure. If I had like here's the thing, it's like you and me, we would like drink at like the Drake and stuff and we would like make fun of all like the fucking rich people there and like yeah. fucking weirdos and losers there. Like you'd see them hitting on girls and getting like shut down, groups of guys moving around. So I feel like if I had like a friend there to just like experience it with me, Fuck yeah, dude. I'll go wherever, right. whenever, yeah, you know. Just for the record, I'm not going to go to an underwear party with you. Why? Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want to see a guy blowing another guy? No, I would go to an underwear party. Were the chicks topless? No. They weren't wearing bras. The New York girls don't, so they didn't want to oh, just... Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. All right, let me need another... Let me read another similar one. I'm a gay guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the guy I'm dating... Did you hear that, everybody? <laughs> And he has like you a little dro- a drop now, you know? I'm a gay guy. And That's guy- not what I heard. Yeah, right? I was gonna... It's not what I heard. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a gay guy, and the guy I'm dating and I are non-exclusive. That's fine for me and us. He's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really jealous of the thought of him with other men. But the other day, we were hanging out at his place and chatting, and it kind of got the sense he wasn't listening. And this is where I think Hoffman can kind of give some foresight into this, or some foreskin into this. <laughs> Thank you. And I looked over. I'm ready to give. <laughs> and I looked over, and sure enough, he was on Scruff, gay dating app for people who don't know. I sort of rolled my eyes, but let it go. Again, it's fine. But he doesn't need to be on the prowl for dick when we're hanging out, you know. About an hour uh, later the same day, after lots more phone looking, he said he needed to run an errand and would be back in a few. Hmm. I knew what was up, but I let it happen you because I need a quick blowy, <laughs> a, a little, uh, a quickie, you know. I knew what was up, but I let it happen because I was honestly more amused and incredulous at him than anything. He got back and acted like nothing happened. We even had sex that night. But like in retrospect, isn't that a little ridiculous? Do I really have to say out loud, no setting and executing dick appointments while I'm sitting next to you? Does this seem like normal behavior? Maybe I would just... Maybe I should just visit... Maybe I should just invite a grinder guy over the next time he's co- he says he's coming by. Signed, Wolf. You just need you you just need to set boundaries. Yeah, just tell them like, hey, listen. This bugs me. It's also funny that you have to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, listen. Do you think there's a stereotype, whether it be proposed or true, proposed, I guess, that gay men are more promiscuous than straight people? Um, I don't think so. Only because well, it's- I was at this party and I was like, where's the like, sh- where's the version of this party where like. I'd be watching guys, men and women bone. Those I know that's, exist. but those are swinger parties and that's different. You can't just, that's not like, get, it's not on an email blast that you show up and walk into and pay your cover and go in. Those are like private. Those are yeah. homes of people you go into and stuff straight like that. Straight people are more straight. They're just like. Well, dude, if you, if you want. Well, wouldn't it have been well, a nice, wouldn't it have been an interesting scenario if I was at this party and it was all straight people and then like this cute girl came up to me and said, hey, how are you doing? Instead of this like guy. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm doing well. How are you? 
Um, here's the thing, though. If there was like an older woman looking around at everybody thirstily, rather than like an old Asian man in his, in his little underpants. I feel like you you missed the opportunity because. So you think I should have I should have gone with that guy and had. No, I think no. the story would have been exciting. The opportunity you missed was earlier on in your university life because people were having these kind of parties all the time. Were you getting invited? He was hosting. ABC parties? Anything but clothes? You have to go to these parties and like you can't wear anything. Yeah, but, but I've, yeah, but people just wear like tr- they they think of like finding fun ways to like wear trash so, bags. So like, what that's do not you what want? I'm talking so, about. so you want to just talk to women in their underwear? No, I'm asking. So I want is it doesn't it does it happen? Other party, I go to a bar, pay ten dollars, cover, put my clothes in a trash bag, and like oh look, there's some guy who's boning that girl in the corner of this bar. You can, but you gotta pay a lot more. You, you so know why are the gays so cheap then? I think it's because because here's the thing. It's with with, um, with straight people. It's like. We're fucking everywhere, right? But with gay people, it's like, okay, I need to, like, make, I gotta figure out who's who, right? So Not they, New York. I, well, that's 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 you saying that, though. That way, like, these parties, like, you just go to these things, you know? Every bar is a fucking straight bar. That's the difference, right? It's true. And straight people don't want to be fucking in their underwear and, like, talking to people for the most part. Why not? Because women don't want to be attacked no! by men. Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Why am I the one so saying the thing. this? Do men want to be attacked by men? No, but I think it's because, like... The playing field is leveled, I think all men are aggressive. I think that's what it is. If you put, like, 10 women in a bar with 20 men, and everyone was in their underwear, and everyone was straight, anarchy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All dudes will go after it all. So, like, with these bars, it just, like, makes sense because everyone's going after everyone versus, like, you know... It's the same thing, like, those, um... God, those radio stations always had those parties where it's like, red light, green light party. Yeah. Wear the green bracelet if you're good to go. Red light means, hey, I'm wait a minute. I'm too cool for this shit. <laughs> Fuck all y'all single motherfuckers. But yeah. Um, so what would you do? And what? The, the 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 advice situation. Can you can you look up for more hookups while you're currently with a hookup? Um, That's uh, why I was gonna I've, ask so you about I've been that. In like an awkward, I've been in like the awkward situation where like I'm showing a a, a girl Something I'm on seeing phone? on my phone, and then like get like a Tinder notification, no. and you gotta pretend like it doesn't exist. It's she doesn't so make a comment. Awkward. She's not like, oh, who's that? Like, oh, hey. Like I went to show a girl. Uh, we were talking about like phone backgrounds. I went to show her my. I stupidly went to go show her my phone background. And I just hit the little <laughs> button on the side of the iPhone. It lights up. I was like one new hinge notification. I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> did you meet her on Hinge? One of those things, yeah. But, like, did it did it imply that you were on multiple ones? Like, you you met her on Tinder, and she's like, oh, you're on Hinge, too? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. He likes to cast a wide net. Uh, it, it, goes from, it goes from, I want to sleep with multiple women, to I'm really desperate. <laughs> now, this story would have been so much better if it was a straight couple, and the good boy was on, was on uh, what was it called, Scruffer? Scruff? Scruff. Scruff. Scruffer. All right, let me read this answer. Let me read the last. Uh, who, who is this? Dan by the way? Savage. Is, is he related guy, to Fred Savage? Could you imagine? No, he's that'd not. be great. It's a brother. <laughs> is this guy a good guy? Does he seem otherwise engaged? It was rude to tune you out to go online cruising. Rude to still leave you at his place while he went on a dick run. Removed from the mistreatment at hand, I do love that he calls sex an errand. When the horny grabs you, a it really, run. it really can intense. It really can instill a sense of duty. Could this be his rather corrupting? gallingly roundabout way of telling you that he's losing interest? Regardless, watch out for this guy. His behavior could very well qualify as compulsive. He had a sex partner right there in the same room as he was. And regardless of how liberal or intolerant you're inclined to evaluate his sexual choices as, he lied to you and not even well. That's no good. Honesty honesty is the cornerstone of ethical non-monogamy, and I'm not liking the looks of your foundation. True, 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 true. Hells yeah. Boundaries, baby. You gotta yeah. talk about it. 
What about you, Robbie? Any musings? What's going on with you? I'm so sleepy. Yeah. You had a late night last night, baby? <laughs> whoop, whoop. I guess I was pretty horny. <laughs> That's not uh, what I heard. <laughs> um, so what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Fuck you, fat asshole. Okay. <laughs> So what, no fucking ZD now? There we go. We've gone through the full list. Um, yeah, do you guys want to do another one? You guys still into it? Yeah. yeah. Are you still one. having fun? Is this okay? Can I? Yeah. Is I'm having okay? a great time. I have like one eye open. Yeah, you're like, you're. <laughs> if you it's fall also, asleep for a little bit, it's fine. It's also so hot in here. It, I like it. It keeps oh you awake, God. man. It's like, Heat I am. It does not keep you awake. No, Rob and I are yawning, for God's sake. You're yawning? I cannot sleep in the heat. I'm fucking like, I am energized right now. My daughter-in-law flirts with my partner, and I don't like it. This is a dear Wendy. This is going to sound nice. Bring back the we Baconator. We just did this last week. Which one was this? I didn't finish the episode. Did you guys do this? Yeah. What was it? The one where the... the, the oh, the one you were... Yeah. That one was flirts good. With the well, I don't have one then. I, I, got, I got another one. Sorry, I'm a little behind. Are you guys okay to listen to me? Is this all right? Is I this interesting? I love the sound of your voice. Okay. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. Hell yeah. Business, businessman on the road to ruin. <clears throat> dear Prudence, I've come to understand that some um, that some misbehavior... I think that... You love Dear Prudence. Yeah, beer all over me. your pants? What's going on? Nah, the, the pop top... Sweaty balls. Hit my crotch. <laughs> pop to stop. I've come to understand that some misbehavior is common among men who travel for business, but I don't really know where I stand. I love my wife dearly, and we have a happy marriage. Do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you need an opener? No, I got it. Use your teeth. Those new teeth. Yeah, baby. What'd you pay for? <laughs> but nothing. Work. Free healthcare, baby. That's why I flew back here. It was cheaper. It was cheaper to f to pay for round trip airfare to Toronto than it was to pay f to get the teeth done in the U.S. I got to renew my passport. I was gonna do that today, but you ended up coming up a bit earlier than I thought, so I gotta do that when I get back. Well, we made this plan on Monday. But. I'm, what do I wear for a passport? It's like a whole new photo, right? Should I do something fucked up with it's my face? Full body. What do I wear? Should I do like a little, you. you know, a little mustache or something? Yeah, yeah. you can. What do you mean they won't let you? Do a little mustache. Oh, a mustache. The man at the corner store taking my picture is not going to say jack shit to me about it. First of all, Gorjan. <laughs> Pretty shave. Can, can I put a can I put a peace sign up? Yeah, why not? You know. That's true. Oh my god. She's dying, folks. <laughs> She is so bored right now. Holy fuck. Uh, hungover. Hoffman's just drunk off his ass. Yeah. No. No. I want, I'm want. i drunk off advice. Give me some, baby. Keep going. I love my wife dearly. We have a ha very happy marriage. But we both travel a lot for work. Okay. As soon as I arrive at a new destination, I find myself sitting in strip bars. <laughs> <laughs> you Go don't have to do that. He finds himself... How did, How did I get here? Letting the days go by, let the water hold me down. Letting the days go by, water flowing underground into the blue again. After the money's gone, once in a lifetime, water flowing underground. Okay. Going to porn theaters. And cruising through red light districts. Hell yeah, baby. It got so much worse. Like, strip club is one uh, thing. Like, that's whatever. But porn theater is like, that's so seedy. You're just you, gonna sit in those cum seats. Bro, do you wanna go to a porn theater with me? Actually, though? Nothing better than taxi driver where he takes a girl on a date to a porn theater. He's like, what, you didn't like the movie? You should go to a porn theater with us. And it's a good content for a your blue, blog. A blue movie, they call them. Oh, really? Yep. 
blue movies. I'll only go if it's Pikachu porn. Mm, a furry convention <laughs> of Where sorts. Where are the porn theaters in Toronto? They're not here. They're gone. I think there's like two left. They're I not real one theaters, though. They're like booths. The real theaters used to be like one room. Hmm. I feel like there might be one left in Toronto. There's like one right one down the street from my friend's house in Los Angeles. It's like, oh yeah, it's huge too. Yeah, we should bring in some of the reviews for that next week. That, yeah, we should. Well, it's a Times Square used to be like used to have tons of couple porn theaters. I feel the like it's funny too because now it's like they've they've really shoved us into our rooms to watch porn. You used to be able to go out and have a good time with <laughs> your friends. You didn't have the option to go watch it. Yeah, let's so go, go and like, out and have a good time with their friends. <laughs> yeah, sit down with the boys, jerk it, go for drinks. Straight guys. Yeah, dude. It's like I jerk Jonah, he jerks me. Um, I don't know why I do it. And often I don't even want to be there, but something. Then don't go. <laughs> it's difficult, it's Robin. It's like that cigarette craving. <laughs> it's like your jewel. Except craving. instead of a jewel. cigarette craving, you want to eat a box of nerds out of a girl's asshole. You know, very similar cravings. Yummy. Taste the rainbow. I don't know why I do it, but something keeps pulling me to these places. I never cheated on my wife, but I'm afraid that I'm going to make a terrible mistake. Once I found myself in so horny. <laughs> <laughs> Once I found myself in a legal brothel being solicited by women who I'm sure were wondering why I was there if I didn't want sex. Yeah. Hey, guys. Do you guys, like... You guys sleep with men for money, right? Uh-huh. I don't want that. Just, just check <laughs> it. How are you guys doing, though? I looked this up on Yelp and it had good reviews. Uh, this is a legal brothel, right? You had a four to five cleanliness right now. Do you have a menu? <laughs> um... It's like on the old. You ever go on Backpage back in the day when it was still up? You no, can read like reviews you. for those places. Nah, well, um, I, I left, felt nauseated for the rest of the trip, and could barely look at my wife in the eye when I got home. Would it be okay to only go to strip clubs, but not other sexual establishments, or would I need to cut it off entirely? Something that I'm not sure is possible. I've debated finding new work. I but can't imagine <laughs> having sex like be on the forefront of your mind so much that you just like I just can't. You I can't, can't imagine being a man. I just can't Thank relate. You. Thank you. I just think it's insane. I'm like, get a fucking hobby. It's like, not like we're not like you. We can't just cross our legs and do a little yeah, leg tap and oh have a little orgasm. Okay, we're horny. All the time. We know what happens when you're crossing your legs. Yeah. You guys can just wank it like it's no big deal. And we do. And you do. And it doesn't help, bro. <laughs> That's a problem. You think it's going to help, and then after it's done, you're like, I want nope. it again. You jerk more. You need weirder porn to get you off more easily, and it's a never-ending fucking battle, dude. Okay. You don't a, even own a TV. Here's a question for you. This is very out there for the podcast. Oh, jeez. Have you ever the fallen? This is, the, this is the out there episode, everybody. Have I'm you ever so fall, sorry. Have you ever fall, like, been on the fallen to sleep or been on the verge of falling asleep while masturbating? Never! Okay, I want to check. Oh, you scum. He's lying. Swear to God, I've never been falling asleep. I even said last week, I said I've never been able to, like, fall asleep even while watching Netflix or on a laptop or, like, I need to be in bed everything off. And this guy's what you. <laughs> I just remember once when I was at summer camp, I must have been like trying to masturbate, and I woke up with like my pants around my ankles the next oh, morning. Disgusting. I was like, I never finished. That's the dirtiest thing I've ever heard. Uh, what a story. <laughs> pants around your ankles. Uh, so vulnerable. This is why you guys are falling asleep the second it's a little hot in here, because you can fall asleep. In the middle of sex, I bet. <laughs> you ever fall asleep during sex? Like, that's definitely you in 30 fucking... In uh, 10 years, Hoffman. For sure. I wish. I could do that. I can sleep at any All right, let me finish this one up. I'm sweating. It's hot in here. He didn't even turn on the air conditioning for, like, the hour before we came to, like, make it... Like, it's been on for two days straight. 
and then turned off this morning when he had guests. Dude, it li- why would I? That's I, it's, not how air works. It would be hot in here when like, you guys weren't here. I literally kept it on before we recorded. I walked in and was off. I had to go turn it on. Yeah, because I thought we would sit down and record right away. Aren't, didn't your people go through the desert for like 50 fucking years? Your people. What do you mean your people? <sighs> the Jews. Oh, yes, we did. And it's 83 degrees Fahrenheit. And we Fahrenheit. complained the whole way. It's body temperature right now. What, you're telling me that inside, if you if you cut it, cut me open right now, my blood would be as warm as this room? Yeah. That's terrifying. You ever get in water that's like the exact same temperature as your body and it doesn't feel like you're floating? It kind of just feels like you're one thing? Stop your fucking with me. Have you ever experienced that? That's the point of... Um, no, I just fall asleep while I'm masturbating. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you fucking fall asleep masturbating. I'm tired. When did this happen? Why are you so tired that instead of sleeping, you're masturbating? It almost happened last night. <laughs> I just gave up. I was like, oh, I gotta go to sleep. Yeah, because you can't hear you when you pull the mic away like that. Oh, my you're God. You're keeping that in. No. All right. Well, Prudy ends up saying, right now, it's less important that you explore the origins of your behavior than you than that you substitute your potentially ruinous actions with benign ones. That may mean making sure you schedule acceptable social activities when you're traveling. It may mean getting into some sort of 12-step program and having a sponsor to call when you feel the urge to inexplicably be someplace you say you don't want to be. Can I be your sponsor, Hoffman, so that if you're ever falling asleep while masturbating, you call me up and be like, Gorian, you will not answer. Gorian, I don't think I can you do You will not I answer. I will answer that call 100% of the time. How are you going to know when it's that call? I have a special number for you. It'll say, Hoffman... Needs to come. Wake up. He's calling me. Yeah. Talk me through it. Dude, it's going to be okay. You He'll can't. He'll talk dirty to you. Yeah, thank you. Whisper. Like some nice ASMR. Yeah. Be like, you can do it all. Don't fall asleep. You've got this, baby. All right, let's do one more to end this episode. Robin's asleep. I'm not. Hoffman's horny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am asleep. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> wow, wake up, Robin. <laughs> the one episode Hoffman's back. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Robin had a long night full of penetration and sweat with a guy whose name was no. Raheem. What were your thoughts on seeing the two guys slamming each other? Like, was it like, was it like the porn you watch? I was like, oh. One time in New York. Look at that. When I was in New York, I was walking through Central Park and there were people, like business people in like suits. There was a woman in a pencil skirt and a guy in a full suit fucking under a bridge. Wow. I was under the bridge and I turned around and I walked the other way. They made eye, direct eye contact with me. It was like a kink. That's so seedy. I know. I, I was like, like a, a part of something. I'm turned I, on. That's fucking amazing. Don't say you're turned on. Gorn's hard right now. His foreskin's <laughs> hanging out of his shorts. And I've never been close to not falling asleep. <laughs> All right. Let's do one last one, okay? Go ahead, baby boy. Any uh, any of these you want to listen to real quick? Yeah, hit me, give me a... That's not what I heard. I have to my headphones back. Oh, that's true. It's not what I heard. There we go. There we go. Uh. All right, dear Prudence. I'm in love with Furio. <laughs> okay, sorry. Four years. Ago. I just watched that episode. Four years ago, maybe the, I mean we should just delete this episode. It'll no. be another lost one. <laughs> the lost episode. That? Yeah. Did I call into that or something? No, you 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 sent an email in that uh, we read or something. And it was so good. It was pretty funny. 
fucking Dear useless. Prudence. And you know what? I think this one's a fitting one to end on because this was something that you wanted to touch on on one of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Dear Prudence, four years ago, my sweet and loving husband, the awesome father of three children, was struck down by brain cancer and suffered brain trauma following emergency struck surgery. Down. Down. May yeah. the Lord strike him <laughs> down! <laughs> He had an emergency gastric bypass. He was just too big for now her. Now he's got a slight addiction to crack. <laughs> a slight addiction to being dead. Crack. <laughs> My mother has a slight addiction to crack. <laughs> she just breaks like a piece of celery in half. <laughs> um, I've cared for him at home, dealing with the hassles of hospitals, insurance, family drama. His parents blame me for his health issues. He will never recover, and he's declining. It How is, like, is that possible? Because she feeds him so much. Like, what she she's responsible you for You gave him brain that brain tumor. He was skinny when we gave him to you. Now he weighs twice as much. Honestly, if and I... he's stupid. If I'm ever brain dead, you can probably blame, Ho- blame Hoffman for that. Can like, you just, give your permission right now if you're brain dead to pull the plug? As fast as possible. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. I want to turn you into a puppet. Doctor, what happened? He... He was Robin and I want to put Robin and Matt too much. Do we want to do things to you? Yeah, we're gonna keep doing the bad advice podcast like a ventriloquist. <laughs> we're gonna prop you up, get you taxidermy. Is that legal? We'll find out. It's not illegal. He will never. Gordon's been dead this whole time. This is just me doing an impression and this little, little stuffed mannequin. I mean, you have had your hand up my hole this whole time. Hello, hello. Straight up. It's like being married to a 41-year-old Alzheimer's patient. He does not remember me, our long marriage, or our kids. I'm trying to place him in a nursing home, but there are waiting lists. About a year ago, Poison him. I met a man who was genuine and kind. Hello. I w- I'm very curious to see what you guys say about this, especially after the mom debacle. Oh, yeah. I expect you to think that she is absolutely in the wrong. As the friendship grew, he began helping with the kids, even helping my husband by playing music and visiting with him. He's just, I say fuck him, fuck him all like, day long. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> you fucking bitch, you fucking whore! He's like, I remember everything. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your wife. Yes, I am. Um, my boyfriend knows I am committed to giving my husband. So you're already calling her a boyfriend. My boyfriend knows I'm already committed to giving my husband the care he deserves and respects that is the package deal. I think this deal. is respectable. Once my husband can be placed in a good facility, I will pursue divorce while making sure he is probably cared for until he passes on. You're going to divorce him? My boyfriend and I recently found out that, despite using protection, I'm pregnant. We are excited as once I am legally able, we want to marry. My family is not happy as in their eyes this is not appropriate and they have been icing me out. They adored my husband and I have had little chance to get to know my boyfriend since I live in another state. He's dead. How can I smooth over my relationship with my family? Signed, pregnant caregiver. Well, your husband's basically dead, so... But you have to stay by him the entire time, right? That... Right, Rob? No. You can't go anywhere. That's not You can't do anything. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) It was your mother. (laughs) I'm glad that you you care about your mom way more than your husband. Uh, absolutely, I would care about my mom more than I care about my husband. <laughs> my mother gave me life. Yeah, we the love Marilyn. Of your children? Of your three children? Gorian? And you're just going to cheat on him? Yeah. In the same room? You gotta, a girl's gotta eat. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Robin. You guys, whatever. 
You guys would fuck another woman so fast. I would be by my wife's side. No, you wouldn't. Until the day I pulled the plug. Yeah, until the day my hand <laughs> I would, slipped yeah. over her <laughs> until mouth. Until I grabbed that pillow and just... Held it there. <laughs> what do you think, Hoffman? Pillow fight. Um, you guys are so fucking high and mighty. Excuse me? Oh, please. Me? Yeah, me? look at both of you on your high horses. So you wouldn't want to go on a 10-day vacation... But you won't want to have a baby with another man while your husband's still alive. If my mother... Wait, is the husband brain dead? Of all, course. Yeah, got, I don't, that's okay then. He's basically got Alzheimer's, she said. She doesn't, he doesn't remember her. Where, like, if your mom is just, like, sitting there being like, well, I got cancer and I'm rotting and I'm dead. Like, and she's in a coma and I'm rotting and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Help, like a, I'm rotting! In, like, a comatose state. That was not the scenario that, in she, the was last pr- it was, one. She was pretty bedridden, bro. No, you're projecting. You're trying to win. You're. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if he doesn't know, do whatever the fuck you want. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I say also. Wow. Oh. Oh. I agree with Robin. Ah, uh, thank you. Go. You. Enjoy. Fuck you. She's doing her. She's taking care of him. She's doing her part. Exactly. She's making sure he's taken care of. She's not abandoning him. Don't you think it's she's a little... She's not like... Don't you think it's a little... She's li- not off on don't vacation. Don't you think... She's taking care of him. Bitch is pregnant. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> it would be more interesting if she's pregnant with a husband's child. Oh, I think it would be fine if she, as long as she wasn't pregnant. I think that is just like, really? Really? You're, you're sleeping around and you got yourself she's pregnant. She's sleeping around. Sleeping she around. has a boyfriend. <laughs> She has a husband! You so she got both. You are... Me. You are... You. Oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> no, she's fine. She's fine, you're not. All right, so here's here's the advice. But what about till death do us part? Thank you. <laughs> um, as long as they <laughs> don't Alzheimer's know... Do if part. they don't know, it doesn't hurt them. That's the Robin advice of the week. I agree. <laughs> What if he wakes up? What if he fucking makes a miraculous recovery? Technology. <laughs> Baby, what I miss? Oh, you have a, you have a kid. He looks just like me. Wow. Wow, thank you for fucking me while I was in a coma. That's like legit. That's so cool. <laughs> oh my God, he has my eyes. That's, That's not what I heard. That's not what I heard. I guess I was pretty horny. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. Yeah, and you would be too. I don't know, man. Hoffman would fall asleep. Getting pregnant that fast. I don't know, man. I'd fall asleep. Getting pregnant that... We don't know how long it's been. I don't think it's been that long. Oh, you just don't want it to be I'm that I'm surprised long. she wasn't using contraception. It says even, even with... Measures. Yeah. She said that in the email. She oh. even said... She um, helped this guy through his whole cancer treatment. Then he had a surgery and it went wrong. And then she's been taking care of him. She's trying to get him in a home. And through that time, she has sought... The comfort of a big, strong, beautiful man. So Robin replace... Is, Robin has also sought the comfort of a big, strong, beautiful man. <laughs> replace right. big, strong, beautiful man with a 10-day getaway to any country you'd no, like. No, 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 no. <laughs> different thing. And she's <laughs> still there. I think... He, she's not there. She's saying, well, no, she's I not think there. you're actually crazy, dude. I think you... I'm so... In, like, I'm legitimately, like, fired up. <laughs> like, I want to fight you. <laughs> I think you're... So you've provoked me. <laughs> I just don't think that you would be by your mom's side every single day. But then when you go ahead and have a baby while your husband's alive. I It's a tough one, this one. 
think we should agree to disagree and move on. If I'm ever in a coma. I'll get Hoffman to jerk you off every day. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I don't fall asleep. <laughs> Hello. All right. Let's read this answer. Dear caregiver. So your advice is just keep doing you? Yeah. You Hoffman? Oh. It's difficult. Dear caregiver. It's a complex issue. Plus her whole it's family hard to put hates herself her in the mindset of one of the exactly. of this. It's, so it's she difficult. Needs this. She needs this baby and this husband and this new life. And her three daughters. Who remember daddy very fondly. And a, and some hot, hot <laughs> sex, baby. Yeah, get your jollies. <laughs> you ever read Lamb to the Slaughter? No. It no. awful. Well, first of all, see, this is why I think you're wrong with everything. I'm like, I'm just being a dick today. It's a Margaret Atwood short story where this woman. Yeah, it's Margaret Atwood, you fucking misogynist. <laughs> or Agatha Christie, one of those fucking people. Okay, you just lost your card. <laughs> Some woman. They're all the same. It's Maybe like, I wrote it. I was like, oh, Gorian's reading Margaret Atwood. <laughs> It's about this woman who clubs her husband with a leg of lamb that's frozen, and then she serves the lamb to the investigators that come to her house. That's just like in Portnoy's complaint, where he uses the veal cutlet to masturbate, and then he puts it back in the freezer, and his mom serves it for dinner. Ew, veal cutlet. You can just wrap it around your Johnson and take it to town. We're having a G-rated show next week, Robin. Only G-rated things. Only are these things you approve of, Gorian rated. Only give G rated <laughs> answers. Yeah, like being true to your fucking husband, okay? Uh. Wow. <laughs> Watch out, Robin's future husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're hearing this now, she's probably getting banged. Honey, I have a cold. I'm pregnant! <laughs> and it ain't yours. <laughs> okay, um, dear caregiver, so your in laws blame you. For your husband's brain cancer. That's crazy. Oy vey. I blame you for my brain cancer if I ever get it, just for having these conversations with me. I think you've me. given me brain cancer today. <laughs> <laughs> just now. I caught it. Um, and your own family disapproves of your finding love again while continuing to be the sole caregiver to your desperately ill and disabled husband. You're wondering how you can smooth the relations with your family while I'm wondering what their appropriate karmic reward should be. Yeah. Yes. It's a miracle you've been able to keep it together, and you deserve all the joy you can wrest out of life. What an amazing man you have found, one who embraces you and your children, and who has stepped you up... Plays harp to your dying (laughs) husband. An amazing man you have found, one who has stepped up to help you care for your husband. Stepped up. Stepped dad. Step up too. Dad. It's a wonderful, you are happy about your new addition, but since marriage is a ways off, I think it would make sense for you and your boyfriend to visit a lawyer and clear and clarify your complicated legal situation. You want to make sure your husband is properly cared for even after he is your ex-husband, and you want to be sure your husband or your boyfriend is prepared to care for your new How child. How do you divorce somebody who can't, like... Trust me, all men want to get divorced, so it's like... It's Trust just, him. It's an so you're automatic fine with game. it then, you're fine that... He, he doesn't want get to be married to her either. And then get as many pregnancies as you want, Robin. Oh, but it has to be before. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Disagreement. Did you miss us? Yes. <laughs> really? What'd you miss? Top three things. Robin, Robin, Robin. Oh! Hello! Am I in a coma right now? What's I like going when Robin's on? here because then when I need to like help you understand something that you're just totally off on, Robin usually is in the right place with me. You know what? After we finish this, I'm going to let you get back to that magazine. 
And we can read one last little paragraph. One okay. last little thing, you okay. know? Orion's uh, in a jolly mood today. I'm... I'm glad. <laughs> Finish it. What an amazing man he found. You want to make sure... As for your family, they deserve nothing but scorn for their attitude and for apparently not being there to help you provide care for your husband and your suffering children. But I understand you don't want to create a breach that would be even worse for the kids. I suggest you try to arrange for them to visit the grandparents. Your children need their extended family, and they also need a break from their dying father. Maybe that visit will provide a bridge to better communication, but you do not have time to spend energy on those who aren't worth it. I hope your husband's end is peaceful and that your life is moving forward and filled with happiness. Signed, Prudy. Prudy. Dear Prudy. Interesting. That's a tough She's one. She's for the cheating, I guess. Yeah. It's not cheating. It's not if cheating. he doesn't know. Exactly. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's a fruit. All right, yeah, pull up that magazine. All we know is that she said, do you mind if I fuck this guy? And the husband was like, okay. Jello! <laughs> Let's end on a high note. <clears throat> It really does look like you, man. I'm sorry. After almost two years of drawing and redrawing my list, I've come to realize that, though my hideosity bar is high, my criteria are a little cockeyed. It is a gut call. I am like Justice Potter Stewart. I just know a hideous man when I see one. I have seen plenty. For 26 years, I've been writing the ASCII gene column in L, and for 26 years, no matter what problems are driving women crazy, their careers, wardrobes, love affairs, children, orgasms, finances... There comes a line in almost every letter when the cause of the correspondence quagmire is revealed, and that cause is men. Well, that's the thing. Visualize too. if 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 she's like every woman that writes in, it's like obviously it's a dude that's like upsetting them. Vice versa, if every dude that wrote into her, it's definitely gonna be a woman that they're talking about. Visualize the man who thinks thirty seconds of foreplay is enough. The man who cheats on his wife. The man who passes women over for promotion. Does your man fall asleep during foreplay? (laughs) The man who steals his girlfriend's credit cards. The man who keeps 19 guns in the basement. The man who tells his co-worker she talks too much in meetings. The man who won't bathe. The man who beats his girlfriend's dog. The man who takes his female colleague's ideas. The man who tries to kill his rich wife by putting poison in her shampoo. Every woman, whether consciously or not, has a catalog of the hideous men she's known. Robin, do you have a catalog? I do. Do you want to name some of the hideous men? Uh, not today, but I've got them. Really? Two of them are in this room. Just kidding. Show yourself! <laughs> is, that, uh, is, is, that why the, is that why the couch is pulled, pushed back against the closet? Yeah. yeah. Some prisoners? Some people locked up in there. Yeah, Gwen helps me. Where can they Hope find us? Hope ready for an underwear party. <laughs> Where can they find us, Robin? Badvicepodcast.ca. They can find us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. And Google Play. YouTube. Podbean. We're on the video now. You can see what Matthew Hoffman looks like. Ladies. Or just, or just Google E. Jean. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can you find Hoffman? You can find me on Instagram. Mr. At Matt Hoffman. Mr. Matt Hoffman. And you can find me on... Tinder, Hinge, Tinder, Scrumble, Scruff. Hinge, Bumble, JSwipe, <laughs> Match.com, eHarmony, <laughs> Plenty of Fish, ChristianMingle.com, and JDate. All right. We'll catch you next Thursday. Ciao. And now... Peace. A rap song. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>